0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Tifo and Luby. Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz here on the Believe Networks. And let's face it. The uh, hot thing tonight to be contested be the national championship in NCAA basketball. Uh, A lot of brackets were busted, and yet it was not necessarily impossible. A lot harder to see North Carolina in the championship game than it was to see Kansas in number one seed, prominent team all year long. Although, if you track North Carolina after, say, uh, what, uh, the first third of the season, then uh, it was easy to see them in this spot, as they have now mowed down 17 of their last 20 opponents, including... Two where Duke had every possible emotional uh, fiber of the universe behind them and the whole Coach K thing at Cameron Indoor, his final (laughs) game there, and a chance to win the championship in his final season. And in both spots, they they not only uh, came up big, but they triumphed. And uh, even the lifetime record of Coach K against North Carolina at 50 and 50, we couldn't have been any happier than to see them (laughs) beat Duke. And complete our two-team parlay because we defied the experts and went with Kansas laying four and hook in the opening game. We welcome the to show to uh, help us dissect what went on over the weekend and what might transpire tonight. Uh, outstanding college basketball analyst and also, and one of the few things, I mean, if you can parlay, this is almost like the biathlon of sportscasting. casting. <laughs> Where you combine like cross-country skiing and shooting a rifle, <laughs> professional wrestling announcer and also a college basketball analyst of uh, high level of expertise, Blake Chadwick joins us here on After Hours. Blake, how are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing well, Defoe and Luby. That would be an interesting parlay, wouldn't?
1: <laughs> Very unusual. I mean, it would uh, you know be able to uh, do both. I mean, uh, with, with equal. Levels of professionalism and expertise are just absolutely fantastic. It's an odd combination. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, you know, well, Wahoo McDaniel, right? Professional football. There you go. Professional wrestler of extraordinary uh, talent. So, uh, you know, it has been done before with uh, different crossovers into the world of professional wrestling. All right. We want to talk about the uh, college basketball. Uh, Every expert. I went to Atlantic City over the weekend, so I had the opportunity to bet the game there in the Harris Sportsbook. And I had been saying all week that uh, I liked the parlay of uh, going ahead with Kansas, laying four on a hook, and North Carolina, who had just beaten Duke and, and was playing good basketball. They threw in, I guess, uh, one uh, sort of aberration stinker, as they've been known to do. Uh, and, and that was against, uh, what, Virginia Tech Yes. in the ACC tournament. And then Virginia Tech yeah. subsequently got clobbered in their opening game. So uh, you thought, well... Maybe North Carolina is not that great. I I believe Blake, were were they not like 12 to one going into the final four to win the championship? Uh, Weren't they a fairly long double digit price?
2: Yeah, they were the number four team on the docket. And then, which was expected, obviously looking at the number one seed, Kansas Jayhawks, the number two seed, Villanova Wildcats, the number two seed, Duke Blue Devils. But overall, I mean, UNC probably had the most momentum of anybody at that point. Obviously, You know, Villanova played well, but they were coming off of our left handed uh, seventh inning uh, relief specialist, Justin Moore, injury. And then uh, with Kansas, you know, obviously they had played well, uh, but I don't know if anybody really had the momentum of North Carolina really at that point. So to me, I I think it was a, a pretty solid play in terms of where they were at in relation to the rest of the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, I uh, was talking about taking them on on the proposition of winning the ACC tournament. I believe they were 10 to 1 going into the tournament. And and you thought, well, they have an excellent chance to get to the championship game where they will likely square off against Duke again. And if that happens, uh, then uh, they're in there with a shot. But the worst case scenario, you could uh, go ahead and commit the most dreaded sin in all of degeneracy. And that is betting on a team that you hate in an effort to hedge and protect the money that you had because, you know, your dime would have been worth 10000 if they'd gone on and won that. And instead, it was right. a worthless uh, piece of paper. But uh, the Kansas game, now, I, I went into this uh, week thinking that Kansas w- was going to beat Villanova. That Villanova had lost his Justin Moore kid, and without knowing a ton about it, I, I just thought Kansas kind of woke up and, and went through a little vital transformation in the second half of the Miami game. And instead of thinking that was – Uh, Just an unusual thing. I I thought, well, maybe this is what they needed. They hadn't been playing great through the tournament, but they'd been winning. But all of a sudden, they were great again. And everybody loved Villanova. I think uh, you picked Villanova on the uh, show, the professor, Mark Lawrence. uh, Every piece of literature that I read on this thing, whether it was online, newspapers, uh, any opinion I heard, everybody was saying, don't worry about a thing. This Mark kid, uh, yeah, he's good, but uh, they'll make up for it. Jay Wright's a genius. And they wrote Kansas off, and... I mean, uh, as we were saying on our uh, show this morning on uh, ION Channel, uh, this McCormick uh, turned into the Big Mac that everybody thought he was going to be.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was certainly a situation where it was tough for me to go against what I picked originally. I mean, I had Villanova in Kansas in the Final Four with Villanova having a spot in the national championship game. So with me, I wanted to keep riding the guns that got me to that point. But looking at Kansas, I mean, coming into that game, and especially in that Final Four-like environment, playing in the bigger stadium, the sight lines are different, the shooting is usually a bit off, and the Jayhawks shooting 54% from deep, including Ochai baji coming in there knocking down four in the first handful of minutes. And I think that set the pace right away and really was the difference in this game. You saw Villanova come back in pockets and playing pretty well and able to make it a game at various points. But I think the size and shooting of Kansas were too much here. I mean, again, when you're shooting 54% from deep, it's going to be very difficult to lose a lot of these types of scenarios. And then you look at David McCormick, the big for Kansas, 25 points, nine boards, 10 of 12 shooting. McCormick was on fire, played the best game of his college career. And to me, it was just a perfect storm with Villanova also having the injury. I mean, they still shot 42% from deep as a team, not too bad, but they didn't really have anybody explode. Uh, Jermaine Samuels somewhat neutralized, only scoring nine points in that game. So I think overall, the fact that they were able to neutralize Villanova and exploit some outside shooting, that really helped lead the way for Bill Self. In some
1: well, it did ruin one of my uh, prop profits. Uh, now you can make up your own prop bets, uh, And we had one working where, uh, of course, uh, Kansas would prevail. Uh, but uh, North Carolina knocking Duke out of the thing meant that uh, it's impossible now for Bill Self to throw his hairpiece in aggravation and, and have it land in the lap of Jim Nance and or on his face uh, as uh, Coach K gets a ridiculously, blatantly obvious uh, wrong call and sends a Duke player to the free throw line to ice the ball game with like three seconds to go when he goes out winning the national championship. So so that can happen. And uh, as you look at the uh, two teams that are involved now in the championship game, uh, Blake Chadwick, uh, what do you foresee? Luby now is all over the Kansas bandwagon, even though he didn't think they'd get out of the first round. <laughs> I never said that.
2: <laughs> I think things right now are setting up for Kansas to continue to move forward and get back over that hump. I mean, if you go back two years, and two years in the two years we just lived is a very long time. But if you go back to the spring of 2020, on the cusp of that NCAA tournament, there were two storylines. It was Obi Toppin and Dayton, and it was the Kansas Jayhawks. And that was a team that I felt really was ready to break through, ready to exercise some of those demons and really get back to the final four and probably win a national championship. But obviously COVID had different designs for what was going to happen with that tournament. So you look at this and to me, Bill Self getting back to a point he's had success in New Orleans in the past. And I just think this is a Kansas team that's coming together in the right time. I mean, they're the mix of, the recruits that Bill Self is used to, they've got some transfer pieces. Remy Martin, a guy we talked about before, he's starting to play very good basketball right now. And I think that's really been a big difference maker. I mean, UNC has been a great story. They did get gift-wrapped a game, essentially, in the Elite Eight playing St. Peter's. And, you know, playing a team that they're very familiar with, and Duke having just defeated a couple of weeks prior, to me set up UNC having a very nice opportunity to get here into the, uh, the championship game. And, you know, they played a very good game on Saturday night. Very balanced attack. Caleb Love was unconscious at some one point in the second half from finishing with 28 points there. They had four guys in double figures. And I think the key is going to be a guy we talked about last week on the show, Armando Baycott. He did not dominate on Sunday, or rather on Saturday night. He ended up fouling out of that game. But at Baycott, though, he did pull in 21 rebounds. And if he can dominate the glass and kind of neutralize a guy like David McCormick, and I think we're looking at possibly a, a chance for UNC to break through. And to me, that's really the matchup for the night and something to keep an eye out on that I think will really you know, dictate the direction the game will go. We're
3: talking with our buddy who's a huge guy when it comes to uh, professional wrestling, also MMA and boxing, also knows a thing or two about college basketball, Blake Chadwick. Follow him, hit him up on Twitter, at StatGuyBackBAC, B-A-C, and also on Facebook, Blake Chadwick. What's interesting, Blake, and it... it, it May come down to the matchup of the big men as Baycott had been so far the story of the tournament until the last couple games where McCormick was just a force. What's interesting to me is the the dichotomy of coaches. In the Final Four, there was three dudes and one. Three guys that were all pretty much all famers, if not already about to be. And another guy in his first year of head coaching. Now, when we talked to Coach Scott Spinelli, a guy who had coached as an assistant for a long time, he didn't really put... Hubert Davis at a disadvantage because he'd been an assistant for so long that it sort of gave him a leg up on other assistants just getting a job. But to me, there's got to be something different about being a guy in Bill Self who's won a title before, who's been a Final 4s who who's been Elite Eights, and Hubert Davis is his first year. What do you put on that? Where this Hubert Davis has actually shined for a guy in his first tournament, but we're now here, we're at the big game, and it's Kansas who is a, a one seed versus a Carolina team who struggled until the last month or so.
2: Yeah, Hubert Davis has been able to get by those first-year blues and find himself in this position. I mean, you have to look at the full body of work. I mean, this is a UNC team who, until they beat Duke at Cameron Indoor in the season finale, did not have the kind of win on their resume that we felt was really even tournament caliber. So you just really can see how things have changed over the last couple of weeks for this here. I feel that win, obviously, over Duke was able to propel them to a different level but coach uh, Hubert Davis, I mean, this is a team, again, uh, you know, looking at what they did all year, they beat, you know, some decent teams in the ACC, which is extremely down this year. Obviously, you know, talking about only a few teams making the tournament, though they did find three in the Elite Eight. I, I think this is an ACC that didn't leave a lot on the resume to impress. And Hubert Davis, I mean, you know, he didn't really do a whole lot this year to, uh, to really break out as a first year coach. He wasn't Tommy Lloyd out in Arizona comes over from Gonzaga and has his team in the top three or four all year, gets them a number one seed, and then gets all the way to the Sweet 16 before being upset by Houston. But I think overall, I mean, Hubert Davis, that win over Duke, that seemed to kind of propel them to a different level, spoiled the party for Coach K in his finale, and they kind of rose the momentum, and that's how UNC grew up so fast and are where they are now. So Hubert Davis, a guy who all year kind of looked like that first-year coach, now at the end of the first year, he's pretty much graduated from being a rookie, and now he looks like the seasoned veteran, and I think in a way some of that has been neutralized, but again, he's never been here before. Yep. Bill Self has, and, and we'll see if that really makes a difference.
1: Blake Chadwick, our guest on After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz here on the Believe Networks. Uh, is it uh, particularly sadistic on my part? I, I'm not you know, a Duke fan. I, I don't know. You know, the sanctimony of the uh, whole uh, program there has sort of jaded my opinion. And I, I just can't believe that Coach K has been uh, squeaky clean his entire career. I, I think uh, either Victor Conti is hiding in a locker room or, you know, uh, whatever amount of money is being paid to players. I mean, how did Zion Williamson somehow skirt all of the oh, uh, academic necessities that you needed? To get into the uh, school, I don't want to sound like uh, you know uh, Al Campanis. Here, nah, I mean, but uh, you know, I, I mean, just uh, let's face it—they uh, they made some kind of special arrangement to get this guy in, and and, and somebody just happened to lay four hundred thousand dollars on uh, one of his family members, and the next thing you know, he's playing at Duke for a year. And, and you know, Coach K is going to try to tell you it's all about the education for the kids and and furthering uh, their, their ability, and and that's <laughs> what he what he's in it for, but. Is it particularly sadistic to revel in seeing uh, the Cameron Crazies being carried out of uh, places like Iowa's a sports book at in Atlantic City in body bags eh. and crushed after watching his Coach K story go up in smoke, not in the final game, but in the semifinal game. So there's no way that the refs can rig it now so that he somehow uh, wins the championship, but with Kansas just getting hosed in the final four minutes of the game.
2: It's one of those stories that you kind of wanted to see just because it's almost unfathomable that we could actually see a story like that play out. But at the same time, as someone who as a youth shows North Carolina basketball camp over Duke basketball camp and you know was more of a Carolina guy than a Duke guy within a handful of hours from uh, the Raleigh-Durham area. I've always kind of favored UNC, and I certainly was rooting for the Tar Heels on Saturday night, though. It was one of those situations where, hey, if it went the other way, this is probably the one time I could see it being acceptable. But there is something kind of special seeing the party being spoiled for Coach K and company, just like we saw the, the uncomfortable scene a few weeks ago in uh, yes. Cameron Indoor. I mean, yes. when they lost to the UNC, I mean, it was one of the same kind of situations. And to me, uh, that kind of environment is uh, is enjoyable at times.
1: Yeah, when you saw Coach K melt down and become a total schmink and grab the microphone there and uh, start, you know, criticizing his team, lambasting them in front of everybody that this is unacceptable. It's like, what are you saying, Coach K, that that you can't lose a game to North Carolina? Now you've lost 50 of them. It was only 48 a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I was reveling in that. I, I really was. I, I didn't want to see this uh, fairy tale story play out. Uh, as great of a sports story as it might have been. Had that happened, I, I guess you would have to uh, – Just uh, live with it and and say, all right, the guy was very accomplished. But uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, I don't feel so comfortable about that. I felt a lot better. The the only thing that we didn't predict uh, was that uh, we, we said Coach K would go down. And then uh, we thought he might also get uh, run over by the team bus as uh, he was coming out late from the press conference to go back to the hotel that uh, the bus might have been backing up and just mowed down Coach K in the process. And that would be the way that this whole fairy tale ride uh, that he's had uh, has ended. All right. So all that being said, Blake Chadwick, college basketball analyst, professional wrestling announcer. I mean, uh, channel your uh, best uh, inner Dusty Rhodes and tell us who's going to win this game.
2: Uh, speak, speaking of Dusty Rhodes, the son of Dusty Rhodes, Cody returning to the WWE over the weekend and a big surprise at WrestleMania. So, WrestleMania, I guess, history. nice little tie-in there for the American Dream. Uh, but what was, know, uh, I, I think, was was uh, Chris
1: Rock part of WrestleMania by any chance? <laughs> Chris Rock or Will Smith?
2: Yeah, I, I heard they're they're on the next thriller card. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable, yeah. Rock, I guess, was playing a Borgata, uh, and I had just left there. I, I should have tried to stick around and uh, got some tickets. I'm out of the yeah, I, I know he's coming down to whale. South Florida sometime in the next yes.
2: uh, few weeks, I believe. So yeah, Hard Rock. Maybe, yeah. maybe we can think, get him in there. I think area the too. next
1: few days, yeah. Going to be at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, uh, so. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, how's this game going to go? Who, Who who's going to win this thing? Blake Chadwick, yeah.
2: I, I think it's going to be close in stretches, but I think overall just Kansas has too much, and UNC is going to run out of gas a little bit. I mean, don't forget they played overtime against Baylor, they were pushed at various points against UCLA, and then now here in the Final Four. I, I just think that Kansas playing a little too well right now, and for forty minutes, I think they're already shooting well in this environment. Again, shooting over fifty percent from three point in a three in a uh, Final Four like environment very difficult i don't necessarily think they repeat that number but if they can get it in the 40s i think they've got a really good chance to close the door on unc they're a better shooting team they do overall have more size and experience so we'll see what happens but i think we're going to have a good game tonight hopefully we have a solid 40 minutes but i think bill self's going to cut down the nets once again and the the championship's going back to fog
1: and again, peace or no peace? Bill South, hair peace. Does, does it come off when he's cutting down the nets and all of a sudden you got a ball guy up there?
2: I, you know, I, I don't think we see the peace revealed tonight, but we can always hope for that big scrum after the title is won and the players oh, yeah. are
1: jumping yeah, around and, his and hair like a Jimmy his hair. He yeah, He goes Valvano. Yeah, he goes Valvano and starts looking for people to hug and then uh, somehow somebody brushes it the wrong way. And whatever he's got there, yeah, the Gorilla I mean, that, that's Glue that keeps that in thing play. On.
2: That's <laughs> certainly in play.
1: Pretty remarkable. All right, that's I really have good that good at that 30 to down. 1, that his uh, hairpiece will come off at some point during the uh, proceedings. All right, uh, excellent. Blake Chadwick. Blake Blake. I do have to just Thank quickly you. ask you. Thank you, you uh, gentlemen. Very good. It's kind of like my Spirit Airlines flight yesterday. (laughs) All of a sudden, I was thinking, uh, wait a minute, is that Rod Serling on the wing? Oh, no. Or is it my imagination playing tricks with me once again? All right, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of After Hours. Good luck. I mean, who do you like in a game, Uh Luby? Who who you picking? You're picking Kansas, right? I'm going Chalk. Chalk? Yeah, I like Chalk, Chalk, Jayhawk. That's you. Chalk, Chalk, Jayhawk. Chalk, Chalk, Chalk dog I, that you are. I think yeah.
3: Carolina's made a nice run. It's a valiant effort. They cut down Coach K twice in the last month in an amazing way, and at some point Cinderella's ride, like we saw with St. Peter's and UM, ends. And Kansas is a number one seed. They've been good all year, and Bill Self and his hair, whatever it is, have done a really good job in the late area of the tournament, where I think they're not going to be denied.
1: Hubert Davis makes music like he was Miles Davis taking the <laughs> stage at the Apollo Theater Okay. and uh, just uh, blows his horn in the face of Bill Self, who, uh, see, uh, you know what, Bill Self doesn't look like the kind of coach that, that would choke, like, uh, unfortunately, your man Leonard Hamilton did a couple of years ago when, when wow, he was involved, times. not in a championship game, but uh, an Elite eight. eight game. yep, eight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that was ugly uh, where, where, you know, you're blowing your timeouts and doing all kinds of things that can strictly be attributed and directly attributed to coaching blunders. But I, I don't see him being that type. He, he seems to be very loose uh, about this whole thing, considering the position that his team is in. Uh, I, I'm still I'm going to take a shot with North Carolina getting four and a hook to be in the game and, and hope that it's uh, like the thrill in Manila. And at some time about 1 o'clock on the East Coast this morning, I'm still awake to see the game finish.
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That'll I don't know how great. much of I'm going to watch, yeah. but I'm going to stay up as late as I can. And I, I'm curious, Kansas sort of put Villanova away. By the third part of that game, you had a feeling it was done. I I wonder what they can do with North Carolina tonight.
1: We'll see. I mean, North Carolina played very, very uh, well to beat a good two team. There's no doubt. Yes, and uh, either one of those teams, uh, you would think if Duke was in there against Kansas, uh, the line would be smaller. Maybe still uh, slightly in Kansas' favor, but uh, nonetheless, and, and this was a team that beat Duke. So, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of that's just reputation because Tiger Woods is going to suck up a lot of cash if he goes in the Masters. What are the odds of that now uh, that he even goes? <laughs> I have no they idea. He seemed to be stronger than, than, I mean, more favorable than, you know, than not. That he'll uh, be in the Masters field uh, coming up. I mean, if not, this is the biggest tease, in, in, uh, you know, the, the history of the world. Since uh, who was it that was? Uh, oh, Sugar Ray Leonard it was ducking Marvin Hagler all those years. Remember, and then he had the big uh, announcement was going to be made. Everybody thought he was going to announce the date for the Hagler fight, and he announced his retirement instead, spitting in the face of the great, marvelous Marvin Hagler, and then making him wait another two years till he could get a bogus decision over Hagler. And put Brent Hagler permanently out of the ring because he was so disgusted. Now, you talk about a bad hairpiece. How about the Petronellis? Uh, remember the guys that were in the corner
0: <laughs> for uh, Marvin Hagler?
1: Those were straight out of Goodfellas, man. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> you went to Central uh, Casting there or whatever, the prop room, and uh, said, Hey, you got anything that'll make me look really goofy? And they handed you, like, the same piece that they gave to Joe Pesci. In that, uh, what was that uh, movie with Kevin Costner? Uh, The uh, about the conspiracy uh, and the uh, shooting of President Kennedy. JFK. JFK. Yeah, yeah, that was good. (laughs) Was that like a bad piece they put on Pesci? was. It felt like it. (laughs) God, that the criminal charges should have been brought up for that. All right, uh, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. A lot of fun being with you. Uh, tomorrow, oh, the great Iron Eagle going to join us? Yes, he'll be our right? guest,
3: Unbelievable! Wow, tomorrow.
1: Wow, that's big. I mean, that's a big get for after hours. There you go. Uh, he's Mike Luby-Lubitz. I'm Jeff DeForest. Thanks for uh, downloading the program, tuning in, telling your friends about it. Catch us on, I- on Channel 7 and 9 Eastern Time, live video and audio streaming. Always a lot of fun. And until tomorrow, and uh, let's hope you guys uh, make uh, all of your winning bets. Tonight, uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina, getting the four and a hook, uh, nice, generous allotment of points. Luby all over Kansas and the chalk, chalk milk of magnesia, Jayhawks. And you may not be wrong. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, we always remind you, no matter what it is that you're doing, even if it's just taking a walk around the block, people, you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segretto here. You know, since day one, Catholic Health Services has been part of old school. And since we've started letting people know about them, it's changed their lives. You see, Catholic Health Services, while being recognized as one of the top places for stroke rehab in the country, it's also about a group of people who not just excel in what they do, from the doctors to the nurses to the therapist, on and on and on. It's how they do what they do every single day that separates them from the pack. They do it with a passion, unmatched, and the inclusion of family in every step of the process. Trust me when I tell you this. If you want the best unmatched rehab with a special group of skilled caring people there is truly only one place and that one place is catholic health services
3: recently we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us any time of year things can happen to your home or business and the insurance company can be your friend but they also can be your enemy horizon public adjusters justina testa are here for you to help this process go so much easier before you call Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side?
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery.